Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Hey, everybody, welcome back to a new episode of Her with Amina Brown. And we are another installment in a new series that my husband and podcast producer Matt and I have been doing road stories. We've been telling y'all a little bit about what our life was like in the before times when we were people who were on the road all the time. So shout out to those of you who are listening who know road life, whether you are a person who travels for work, or you may be an artist that traveled like we did. So we wanted to share with y'all a couple of perks, I would say, that we've received from traveling on the road. So, hey, babe. Hey, been some good times. (laughs) Yeah, we got some good stories to tell. Okay, so the first one that came to my mind was we got booked in Vegas one year to do a college gig. And 
college gigs. <laughs> I was about to say that it's one of my favorite gigs. And then I, I thought to myself, is that true? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because people do ask me, like, have you ever DJed in Vegas? And I'd be like, well, <laughs> not like when you think DJ in Vegas, you think that and it's, you know, big room with pyrotechnics. And I've done that before. Yeah. Just not in Vegas. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. And College gigs are kind of interesting because I've done I've done two types of college gig. I've done college gigs that were related in some way to Christian colleges or organizations that were doing events for Christians who were in college or college age. And then I have done your mainstream college institutions that weren't faith-based in that way. And there are parts of it that I do really love. I love college students as a crowd. I love talking to them of all of the developmental stages from elementary school up through college. College is my favorite of those. So I do love it. But I will tell you, there's always a little something interesting about a college gig. (laughs) Always just that little... Yeah. There's always something. Like when I did college gigs, and actually Matt and I, right before we got married, did uh, a couple of my last, like what I would say is like mainstream college gigs together when we went to Broward, Florida area. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Before we got married, we did some of those gigs together, which still, for the reasons I said, were a lot of fun. But when you're doing just mainstream schools that are not in any way Christian related, What tends to be tricky about those is those college gigs, in a lot of ways, tend to be very flat rate based, which I think we talked a little bit about this in the sense that they will say, herein is a flat rate. We're going to pay you to come to our school because we don't want to deal with reimbursements afterwards. We don't want to be responsible for booking flights or hotels. So you would really want your college agent to think very hard about it before they tell the rate to the school because there could be times that you thought you were going to get paid this much and by the time you subtract yourself getting there and where you're going to stay and what you're going to eat, you're like, oh, this isn't as much money. (laughs) (laughs) You learn some hard lessons that way, definitely. Yeah, so I remember when we had that gig in South Florida, one of those last like sort of mainstream college gigs, I remember that we drove down there And that was like a nine-hour drive. Mm. Why would you ever do a nine-hour drive to a gig? Because you can't afford Mm. to pay to Mm. fly down there. Mm. And that's a hard part. Nothing uh, leaves you fresh to hit the stage like a (laughs) nine-hour drive. Ooh-wee. Big yikes. And then on the side of our experiences in at either Christian colleges or events that were supposed to be for Christians that went to college— That part was where a lot of checks just ended up in a weird place. I feel like those college gigs, there'd be somebody that was like over the chapel that books you for this. And, you know, everything went great, you know, during chapel. Sometimes Matt and I would perform together because we had our show Mm -hmm. we were doing together that we talked about last episode. We'd perform together and everything would go great. Students loved it, especially when you're doing chapel at a Christian school. They're used to mostly people who are coming there to drone on and on or preach to them. They're just sleeping or whatever. The most regular comment I remember from you doing chapels was, wow, way more people stayed awake than usually do. Like that was like, (laughs) (laughs) 
a big compliment. <laughs> I'm like, is, what are y'all doing here that that's the compliment you're giving us? Yo. So everything would go super great. And sometimes they would take us out to lunch mm-hmm. afterwards, or sometimes we'd have lunch with students, which is like one of my favorite things to do. But either way, there's that moment where you're walking away. You know, if Matt had DJed, he's wheeling his equipment out to the car. We're, you know, packed up all the merch, grabbing all the merch to leave. And there's that moment where you're like, hey, um, there's, there's, there's a lot of savvy ways an artist is trying to find out how you're about to get paid. My favorite one of choice was, hey, is there anything else you need from us? Any other paperwork or anything like that? Because that would typically trigger their minds to be like, oh, no, no, we've got all the paperwork we need from you. And then sometimes their minds would go, oh, yeah, no. And your check, I'm sure my assistant's in it. I'm sure. I always like to ask. I, I go straight for it. So am I picking up a check from you? <laughs> Or is one being mailed? <laughs> and I want like I want y'all to know a full disclosure that for the most part, both of our contracts do not do not uh, not support, but do not suggest that mailing is what you should do. No, both of our contracts suggest that if you gonna mail a check, you should mail it in advance. That I have traveled to you and you have paid already. And some people. They got to pay us as soon as we get before we hit that stage. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of folks that have uh, taken us out for a few nice lunches. And at dessert time, let us know, ooh, I, I bet my assistant mailed it. Mm-hmm. Or m- the most common college one is, hmm, see, our school just started using a new financing Yikes. program. What, what was it? New, they would say our school just uh, started using a new accounting system. New so accounting. That's what it is. Really, everything's really in disarray. Oh, it's we, chaos over there. We so just got sorry. a new accounting Yikes. system. Yikes. And last time we were at your school, Mm-mm. you just got a new accounting Mm-mm. system. And the time I'm. It ain't that many new account, new accounting systems in the world. I don't care. Use a spreadsheet, homie. Give me my I don't check. Care. So I'm going to tell y'all that college gigs on, you know, the Christian industry side were very squirrely regarding Mm -hmm. how you may or may not receive payment. Mm -hmm. And then whenever someone said, I bet my assistant sent it. They never sent it. Narrator. They did not. The assistant did not. Nope. Narrator, we are going home and now having to chase down said check. And it's always the check that you really needed. Like, listen, you were like. Oh, this check is coming and rent, mortgage, whatever is coming. And it's a race to see who's going to get here first. Yikes. It was always when you really needed that money that it never came. But the other times, you know, when you live road life, you do sometimes have a time, especially when you're on the road a lot, you know, in typically for us, that busy time was that first quarter into second quarter was like real busy. And then we might have a couple of months in the fall, obviously, Sometimes Black History Month would be a very busy time for me. You know, you'd have those vibes. So sometimes you would be on the road long enough that you're just you're on the road just depositing checks as you get them. So you really are having something of a surplus until you get home. And then you have, you know, time that you're going to be home and not get as many checks. Right. So we experienced that part. But typically when that was happening was not when you needed that money. 
And those checks came just fine. It was the moment where <laughs> you really needed that money when they looked at you and said, oh, man, isn't that the best pie in this whole city? Woo, I love that pie. When they order dessert, you know that check ain't coming. Yikes. They'll be like, oh, listen, right while you're eating that delicious apple pie, they'll be like, oh, listen, it turns out we thought we were going to have the check for you today. Got me full first. because of our new accounting system, we have to fill out more forms. And, you know, it really for us just sounds like womp, 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 womp. You're about to be broke. That's what it sounds like. What's funny is... When they've got the check, that's when they give you the firm handshake. Here's your pamphlet or your packet that's got everything in it. See you later. Go feed yourself. Ooh, you you bringing up a good point but there. But when they're taking you out and, mm. oh, you're going to love this restaurant, mm-hmm. that's the first red flag. Mm-hmm. And, oh, they've got the best. If they insert the name of pie or cake, that means that they're going to feed you, get you real full, and then be like... Hey, yikes. And I would like to give, bring back something that we talked about in a previous episode. Mm -hmm. Shout out to the time of the merch table. Okay, because it will come through in the clutch. In these moments, you had some cash in hand. Mm -hmm. So that way you could eat something on the way home or when you got home, if you needed to hit that grocery store or whatever it is, there was some ways that you could make it work. So you know what? Thank God for the merch table. Okay, shout out to that. That's true about the merch table, especially because we would have runs of events that we would have happen sometimes where we would do like a bunch of colleges in the Southeast, for example. So we might go on a run for almost two weeks that we weren't home, but we were driving to different gigs and stuff. And so if you hit that one gig where you were like, we thought we were going to get a check there and we didn't, but maybe we sold $500 of merch, that $500 is gas in the gas tank of your car Mm -hmm. or heaven help you if that's a rental car, bless your heart. Mm -hmm. You know, that's cash for you to eat food in between. So... Mm -hmm. Shout out to the people who buy merch at artist events because you're helping for when the venues don't pay. So this first perk that we're talking to y'all about in Vegas was a college gig, was a Christian college gig, which I remember the event itself was actually a good time. I just remember leading up to the event. The event itself was on February 15th. And right as we were getting ready to book our flights and stuff, they were like, hey, we really need to have a meeting with y'all so we can just go over the event logistics. You know, is it possible for y'all to fly in on the 14th? And there are some holidays or if it falls on my birthday or Matt's birthday that like if they want us to fly in, I'm like, nah, because we don't want to spend our birthday or our anniversary or something in some town in the middle of no place. No. But Vegas on Valentine's Day? Okay. Okay. And we didn't even know, like, what our plans were going to be or anything. Mm -mm. But, we, you know, Valentine's Day is important to us as a couple. Uh, Neither of us are people who, for the most part, are very big on posting a lot about Valentine's Day. I tend to feel our anniversary is more of my, like, time that I might want to share on socials. But... Valentine's Day is still very important to both of us, even I, I though... I say same. I say same. Yeah. Val- uh, our anniversary is when I, I post a picture of us, mm-hmm. which very interestingly is when I get the most <laughs> likes. So I just really might switch my account over just to be, here's pictures of Amina, which I understand. And then uh, my my birthday, I would say, or birthdays we post about each other. Yeah. I'll say on my birthday, that's the one time of year I log into Facebook. Boy. Because then Boy. your mom and dad and they friends mm-hmm. and people you knew from way back then, they all say happy birthday. You just give them a little like. Also, 
I noticed this last time because I hadn't been on Facebook in a long time. Right. You can only like so many comments, so many posts oh. in one day. Oh. I don't remember how many, but Facebook popped up and said, you've reached your limit. And I said, well, we oh. have reached our limit. Log back out of Facebook. <laughs> I've reached my limit in more ways than one with you, Facebook. And I'm mad. <laughs> Big facts, you know? So we love we love a good Valentine's Day. But I was like, hmm. Valentine's Day in Vegas could be kind of interesting. Sure, we'll come in early. So we booked our flights, flew in that morning. Oh my gosh, this just occurred to me. Another amazing Valentine's Day story, but I'm gonna come back to it. I'm gonna come back to it. Bonus episode. Okay, okay. So we fly in, go in for the meeting, and I'm not really sure what to expect of the meeting because it really depends how produced the event is, how intense that meeting is going to be. Sometimes they're saying come in early because they want Matt to go ahead and load in his equipment. They Mm -hmm. want us to sound check. They want us to rehearse. This could be anywhere from a 10-minute meeting to taking like an hour or two, depending on what the situation is. So we don't know. I always think the intro meetings are kind of funny. Like when it comes to me, Yeah. typically it's going to be, okay, before anything starts, we're going to need some music. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> and what's funny is in some spaces, most most of the time I'd say, you know, the Christian spaces, they'd be like, so we're going to have you up there for like 15 minutes. Is that going to be okay? I'm like, yeah. Yikes. Like I do four hour sets on the regular. 15 minutes? I bet I can come up with 15 minutes for your crowd. Okay. So it says, that's usually what it is. Here is the place where nothing's happening. That's you. Man. Got it. It's like, that's, in there. that's how you know that a lot of folks who are at these types of like, especially these types of white evangelical events are not people who party because that's the only way they can think that a DJ works in a space is they're like, okay, we're going to have 15 minutes of worship music that are just going to play in the house. And then we're going to abruptly cut off that music. And that's you. That's 15 minutes. And then you're going to abruptly stop playing. We're going to abruptly turn off your volume so that somebody can come and play guitar, which is totally going to take all of the energy out of the room. (laughs) It's like, it's like, they're like, all right, we want people on 10. So it's like, I got you. Give me two turntables and a microphone and a crowd. I'm going to have y'all chanting, clapping. Let's go. And I'll do it. Sometimes there's like pre uh, some like production going on. They're like, all right, we want you to count backwards. Count them all down. Get them all just. So we'll be like three, two, one. And then some guitar comes in. Oh, my gosh. It's so anticlimactic, y'all. Whereas like now what Matt's DJ sets are like, it's like he's DJing at a place where people actually came there to party. So 15 minutes is like no time. You know, he's DJing there for four hours, taking people on this whole journey. So that would always make us laugh when they would be like, is 15 minutes going to be okay? And he's looking at them like, what you mean? 15 minutes. So like the pre-meeting is usually just a bunch of me going, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. I got you. Sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we go to the meeting and I really don't remember what we talked about at the meeting for this event. I just remember that it was over very quickly. It was like a 20 minute meeting and we were both like, so there's nothing else y'all need from us. They didn't want us to load in or anything until the next day. So we were like, OK. And they were like, yeah, just go like enjoy the day or whatever. So Matt and I looked at each other like, what? We were like, let's hurry up and leave before they think about something else they might want us to do. <laughs> so we left and I think we weren't staying at what would be like your 
traditional Vegas hotel. I think they had a staying in kind of like a place where it was more like condo-like. I think almost. you're right. I think you're right. And so wherever we were staying, they had a little like program or something where they sometimes had discounted tickets to shows. Mm-hmm. So we get back to the hotel and we're like, man, we're in Vegas. What should we do? So we like look through the packet from whatever this condo place was and find a little thing in there that was like, oh, you can, you know, call this number, go to this website, whatever it was, and you could get discounted tickets to see the Beatles love. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that would be so perfect, you know? And I think we had packed some, like, clothes. Because at this point of both of our careers, as far as us doing college and high school events, we were wearing... Track suits yep. and sneaks, you know, this Same. is this is not a dressed up environment. Mm-hmm. But I think we had both packed something just in case we decided to like go out to dinner mm-hmm. or whatever. And we were like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe we're about to go see the Beatles love on Sir Valentine's du Soleil Day. Oh doing the Beatles love. Yeah. Wow. For a discount, y'all. Like, wow. So we went and it was one of my favorite things. Beautiful. It was absolutely stunning. Like the amount of audio that they had of like the guys in the studio talking through things and stuff. And, you know, I I just recently watched through the Beatles documentary Mm -hmm. that they had on Apple Plus. Mm -hmm. Back in December, I had COVID and had to quarantine off from you. So I had nothing but time and watched through the longest documentary. And it, it took my brain back to us sitting there watching and listening. And then, of course, at the same time that you're hearing these guys talk about this music they're going to make or these, to us, never been heard before clips. And then you're also seeing Cirque du Soleil performers pull off the most amazing things and the most beautiful light show. And you're like, how did we get here? Man. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. 
Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for season three of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Man, ugh, that was amazing. I think I ate a steak that night also. Yo, I forgot about that, mm-hmm. though, because we went to, like, eat. I wish I could remember which restaurant we went to, but I remember you had steak, and I remember I had Chilean sea bass. And there are a few dishes in the world that, for some reason, when you eat that, you're like, and now I'm a rich person. <laughs> and Chilean sea bass, for me... I think it's the Chilean part. Yeah, is like, mm, and now, like, I'm wealthy. Like, if it was, minutes. like, Forest Park, Sea bass? You'd be like, yikes. I'd be like, uh. <laughs> or if it was like lake sea bass, then automatically now you're like, uh, yikes, no. But Chilean sea bass, you're like, oh, yes, here I am. I'm Are there rich. other types of bass that aren't sea bass? Um, I feel like yes, because okay. I feel like Bass Pro Shops is telling me that <laughs> there must be a lot of more like generalized bass Man. that's out there. And really, Man. truthfully, Chilean sea bass could be also very generalized, but because we don't live in Chile, it sounds mm. like we having something. Because mm. maybe people from another place would be like, ooh, Forest Park sea bass. They might mm. like think that's a vibe. Mm. Either way, it came in parchment, y'all. Um, wow. Wow. I was rich for 20 wow. minutes. Wow, wow. Please. Remember the candy shop we went to? Oh, that's right. It was like a fill up your own bag of candy. Y'all, and please, no. When I tell you... We went in there with no concept of how much was too much. Nah, nah. You, you don't want to see two people like us in there wilding. Because it had, the way the little things were made, it was like you put a bag up to it. Yep. And then it had a lever where it just starts candy into We might bag. as well have been a couple of 10-year-olds in that thing. Just like, please. I'm pretty sure we got back to the room and I was like, it was like I just lost myself for a minute in the candy store. Because we go back to the room and I was like, why did I pick this candy? Like, for what? I never eat this. What was mm-hmm. I doing? Mm-hmm. Very we're exciting living our times. best candy life. Very exciting times. So we're that in was, Vegas. That was us in Vegas having an extra almost 24 hours before we had to go work the event the next day. That was an amazing perk. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I also would like to bring into the chat our anniversary okay. because we have been people that because we were on the road a lot, and I think where we were financially at that time too, mm-hmm. we couldn't really afford to take a separate vacation. We couldn't afford for many years to travel and say, herein, we're just going to take a trip for personal (laughs) reasons. We couldn't afford to do that. So we were always looking for how we can get a gig Mm -hmm. either near the place where Mm -hmm. we wanted to go or sometimes it was the opposite way. A gig came in close to our anniversary and we were like, can we make that work? Can we figure it out? Mm -hmm. So a gig came in in Florida And it was very close to our anniversary. I want to say it was maybe like two days before or something. Mm -hmm. And we were like, 
oh, do we want to take this gig? And yeah. then we were like, yeah. Because there are definitely some gigs that we said yes to because it was near an anniversary, a birthday, a Valentine's. We're like, ooh, we could go to <laughs> somewhere we could not have otherwise gone to at that time, for sure. Yeah, because at least it's like if you're there for a gig, the gig is helping pay for you to travel there. Mm-hmm. The gig is helping pay for part of your lodging or whatever mm-hmm. while you're mm-hmm. there. Might be a per diem. Might be some per diem. Might be the merch table Might or something table. to help you get gas, to get wherever. And then sometimes you would have this huge, wonderful moment where you would actually get a check. Ooh. Bless your heart. Before you left the gig. So then you could put that check in the bank. My God. And then have money mm. to add to your personal account, right? <laughs> but sometimes it didn't go like that. Mm-mm. You thought you was going to get that check and then you didn't. And now you're like, well, we out here now. We got to figure it out. Sometimes so. I would try to psych our bank account out and be like, I don't even want this check. <laughs> as a way of trying to will them into paying us on time. But Man. I don't even need this. Don't even I don't need even that care check. nothing about this little check. I ain't even looking for that check. But I'm very much looking for that check. But when that check didn't come up, I was was looking for it. Sad. So we had a gig. It was, there were a few things about the gig that we took right there near our anniversary that number one, I'm pretty sure we never did again. And that we had concerns about, but we were like, we accept this because we're trying to see what we can make happen here. Mm -hmm. This was a youth event. Mm -hmm. Oh. And this was, this was towards... The end of our time doing youth events, because I think we both got to a point where we were like, herein, we are people who we don't want to be doing youth events anymore. We're, we're, we're not we're not built for that life anymore. So this was a youth event. I also want to bring into our conversation today that this youth event was a lock in. Oh, man. What were Big we doing? Yikes. And for those of you who grew up in church settings, I really don't know any other setting outside of church where students were doing lock-ins. Do you? Mm, I can't think of any other Mm -mm. organization that's like, here's what we want you to do. Let your kids (laughs) come and drink Mountain Dew all night and eat pizza. pizza. (laughs) Your child, who you struggle to entertain, please drop a bunch of them off with me and let me entertain them. All night. What's the worst that could happen? Yikes. And I, I want to particularly speak to this because when Matt and I got married, Matt was a youth pastor at a church where they were doing an annual lock-in. I also That was my fault. That was my fault. Okay, I'm, you I'm added the one who the brought that back. The people, the the dude who was there previous to me, he's like, What are you doing? And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. The pastor was like, What are you doing? And I was like, I don't, but it was, it was fun. It was fun. And also because I am an extrovert and I'm cool with being around people 24-7. And my goal has always been just to stay a little more random than the middle school age kids. <laughs> and so that kind of kept me ahead of the wave. And so I was like, all right, so if we're gonna be running all night, I want you to be trying to catch up with me. Let's go. Yo. The wild thing is it would never fail that the next morning. Yikes. After I've been up for 24 hours with your kid, somebody was going to text me and be like, hey, can you bring my child home? So not only are you asking me to hang out. Well, I guess I asked for it. I did ask for it. I'll take that part. (laughs) But you were like, I think it's a good idea. Let's drop my kid off with this dude over here Mm -hmm. and a whole bunch of kids. What's the worst could go wrong? But then be like, you haven't had any sleep. (laughs) The best. Would you drive my kid home? (laughs) 
like, like once I remember we were dating through one of those lock-ins. Mm-hmm. And when you shared that with me, I was like, say what? But then once we got married and it's like, we now are in the living in the same household mm-hmm. and I'm watching in general how much you're giving to the kids and everything. And now I'm like, I'm checking in with you like throughout the night and whatever to see how the lock-in's going. And now I'm just hearing how exhausted you are. And now you done got the whole church straightened back up. Mm. Done got everybody out, except now there's three, two or three students just lingering here. Ain't no parent nowhere. you are either texting, calling, the kids texting, calling, trying to find out this, that, where their parent is. Finally hear from them after you waited an extra hour (laughs) to be like, oh, I'm sorry about that. My phone died. Can you just go ahead and drop so-and-so off? And I'm like, so you want my exhausted husband mm-hmm. after he been with your kid all night? Okay, so I just want to give y'all, that's an idea of a little bit a sneak peek of how into a, lock-in. a lock-in goes. I grew up in church with lock-ins too, but Matt always laughs because our our youth staff was not playing. You was finna go to sleep. You're not going to be... <laughs> they, they really were afraid of us having sex in the building, to be honest. And so at a certain point, they just separated everybody and they were like, <laughs> the boy's over here, the girl's over here. And they basically had two or three very stern moms pacing mm. the whole lock-in. Like, you finna go to sleep. You finna, you know, so that was my lock-in experience. So why two people who knew how a lock-in could be agreed to be the talent mm. to perform at said lock-in is, li- is literally because we wanted to be able to afford <laughs> <laughs> a little anniversary trip. Yeah. So y'all, we went to this gig and we were the performance before the kids because part of a lock-in is like, there's a certain amount of time that the kids just get to go and just do whatever the activities are. They get to go play basketball, play board games, just hang out. So we were the thing they had to sit through Mm. before they got to go have fun. (laughs) The way they had the room set up, I remember it was standing room only. I don't recommend that for when Matt and I are performing together. And I definitely don't recommend it when I'm performing alone. Had they just invited Matt to DJ, Matt got that. You can you can do standing room, but <laughs> right. spoken word and DJ. I feel strange DJing when people are just sitting down. If it's just me, if it no, right. if we're like taking them through a program performance, that's all right. But if it's just me, I'm like, uh, what's he? What these seats for? No, yikes! So these kids are in suburban wherever mm-hmm. Florida. Mm-hmm. They are staring at us like we are green from another planet. Like, we are literally the color green mm. and we are not from Earth. Mm. We are from some other planet we do that not they don't know, know what's about. Happening like, we are not into it. These students' arms are crossed. There's literally either a scowl mm-hmm. or there's like a, I just don't understand what I'm looking at. That was our audience for 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. For 45 minutes, <laughs> y'all. And mm. then... After we get off stage, after just trying to perform our guts out to a crowd of people who did not want to hear it, the church people had the nerve to be like, y'all are welcome to stay and hang out, huh? Oh, um, (laughs) see, we got to get back. Our manager Mm. uh, has us going to a... Mm -mm. uh, We were like, oh, first, first of all, first of all, 
Um, we want to stay and <laughs> hang out at a youth locket. No, you first don't want to stay. So okay, I exactly. Don't, don't make me. Don't rope me into this. I don't want to do this. No. Can you hand me the check and then I'll give you the answer? <laughs> okay, because we try to get that check for real, for real. So we had booked in advance a like beach condo. I remember it was like literally right on the beach. We could like walk downstairs out of our little condo. Um, so this was the only reason we endured this entire thing mm-hmm. was so we could leave that youth event. Mm-hmm. I think we stayed in whatever the hotel was um, that they had booked for the night. And then we drove to our little beach condo and we mm-hmm. had a few days on the beach and we got to see the Dolly Museum. We did. And there are a very small number of art museums that are dedicated to one artist. Mm-hmm. And so the Dolly Museum is one of that small number. Yeah. And to get to see Dolly's work in person, mm-hmm. that was worth it. It was worth it. Worth it. I think, if I remember correctly, I had just gotten this monkey tattoo on my arm. Oh my gosh, that's remember? right. And I, I it, it jogged my memory when you're talking about us going to the beach because I remember I had it wrapped and I had to like, Get, get some sort of like I think we had gone to a grocery store and I got one of those plastic bags and I just wrapped it around it and I had to try to hold my <laughs> I had to try to hold my arm above my head because I I'm going to get in the ocean but so anyways never get a tattoo <laughs> right before going to do a lock-in right before going to the beach however the Dolly Museum worth, worth it. it totally worth it and y'all my husband loves the beach okay I have I have been to the beach way more times than I would have if we were not together so when we could on our anniversary I like to see if we can go to a place where there's a beach because I know he loves it so it was hilarious seeing you like I don't care I got this tattoo I'm getting in the ocean even if I have to hold my arm all the way up mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. bonus mm-hmm. at the Dolly Museum. They were having an M.C. Escher exhibit. Yes, who's a fantastic visual artist. One of also. my favorite artists. Not yeah. even realizing you grow up by a sketch pad. It had a picture of one of M.C. Escher's works probably on the front of the yeah. sketch pad. Yeah. And you're like, oh, my gosh, this is that artist. And you're starting to see more of their work and how he did. You know, and you're like, I, I still to this day have a T-shirt that I got from that trip. It's one of my favorite prize possession T-shirts that I own. Yeah. And we have a print. Too. You're right. Yeah, y'all. Like, this is probably going to help us because we would get like prints and different things from places and just never like get them framed and put them we up. We got to so, get a frame yeah, for that. Yeah, we got to get a frame that for that. That had to have been a decade ago. We have maybe. a very nice MC Ooh. Escher piece that we still haven't put up in the house. So let's work on that. Mm-hmm. Okie dokie. Um, okay, one last perk that is very relevant because we are still in a pandemic currently is I got booked to host a podcast, to host a limited podcast series, and I had to go to New York to record. When did I have to go, y'all? February of 2020. So many things that I did not know at all were about to happen in life. And Matt wasn't supposed to come with me. The organization or the company that had asked me to do it, they had money for me to fly there. They had a certain rate they were going to pay me. And so Matt and I were like looking at our budget and we were like, "Uh, I think we need to splurge and you should come with me. And the hotel was very nice where we were staying. Oh, my gosh. You could see the Statue of Liberty across the water, like from the room. Like, oh, wow, that was a nice view. It was amazing. So we decided, I think I had to be there two days. So they were providing two nights. And then we decided to pay for ourselves to stay an additional Mm -hmm. two or three nights. 
Because remember, they put us in a room and then like we, we couldn't afford the room that they put us in. So we had to like get our stuff and move it to another room. <laughs> That's right. To move it to a smaller room. <laughs> Bless our hearts. We did what we could with our with our resources at the time. Made because, it work. Look. So one of the things normally, I, I first of all, y'all, I'm a big New York person. It is one of my favorite cities to visit. It is very much a mojo city for me. I just always leave that city with so much clarity. I've talked about that a lot on the podcast already. So New York is one of those places like kind of like LA. It's like there's like literally a thousand things that you could do if you're there for two or three days. And I've traveled there enough to know that it's better if you have two or three days, it's almost better to pick one thing that you're like, this is what we really, really have to make sure we do. Or two things. And that's it. Because if you pick 10 things, five things, you're going to totally overwhelm yourself. Mm -hmm. So my one thing was I really wanted to go see a Broadway show because I don't think you and I had been to a Broadway show together. I had never been to a Broadway show. That's the only one I've ever been to. So, yeah. Yeah. So that was my one thing. And then R.I.P. for Century 21, the store, Mm. because that was always my second thing that I'm Mm. like, I want to see a Broadway show. I want to shop at Century 21. It closed during the pandemic. So that was our last time going in there to shop. And we would all, you always go in there. You'd always find something really unique. We'll bring it back to Atlanta and wear it. And people will be like, what is this shirt? Sweatshirt, jeans, what's Mm -hmm. this? You Mm -hmm. know, I still get comments. My, my favorite thing that would always happen every, like the couple of times we've been to New York together and we went, to Century 21 is because it's so big, you would go your way, I would go my way. And there's no way to be like, yo, this, this, this. You're just coming out with just arms full of clothing. And it never failed that it would be something that I thought was so fresh. And then you would see it on me, you'd be like, oh, where'd you get that? (laughs) And I'm like, I got it from Century 21. You're like, oh, okay. (laughs) And um, there's something that my wife always lets me know that something may not have hit the mark. And she'll be like, oh, I can kind of see where you were headed with that. (laughs) In other words, you have not arrived at a acceptable location. Uh, What you going to do with this with this uh, sweatshirt? Y'all, I'd be trying to just, you know, be affirming of the journey. Mm -hmm. You know, I'd be trying to just give my husband some good affirmations regarding the journey. Maybe mm-hmm. the journey is more important than the destination. <laughs> well, maybe you're trying not to break my spirit. My, oh, my. recent, recent, recent. <laughs> oh Too my soon. gosh. Too please, soon. please. So our Broadway pick was Tina on Broadway, which is the show about Tina Turner's life. Adrian Warren was starring in it when we went to see it. So good. Oh, y'all. What an amazing show. And we actually saw it after Adrienne Warren had injured herself. Mm-hmm. She was wearing like, a boot. Mm-hmm. Like her, I don't know if it's her ankle, her foot. She had injured herself to where she was wearing a boot and she still killed it. Killed it. It it was so good that by the end of the show, it's like they do their bow, they did the final thing, and they come back and did an encore. And everyone was up on their feet, clapping, singing along as if we were watching a Tina Turner concert. It was incredible. Y'all. And once we left there, I think we had a few more gigs, both of us. And then we did our last gig in Dallas. And the flight home in March was when we were seeing all of the like shutdown conversations happening. Yep. So we got home um, promptly 
found out we both had COVID in March of 2020. But during all of that time, quarantine, and especially like all that 2020 time in general, what that was for so many of us, I was so glad that we splurged a little bit and stayed in New York a couple of extra days and went to a show because Mm -hmm. it took so long for Broadway shows to be able to come back and for people to start going back to travel to New York as far as like tourism and stuff was concerned. So for us being people who love to see performers on stage, that gave us a little something to hold on to that we got a chance to see that show and experience it. So shout out to that, babe. That was a good time. Mm -hmm. Good times. And uh, shout out to us going to get a frame for that dolly piece okay yes that thank y'all for helping remind us to do that we're we're gonna work on that and try to post on our social media (laughs) in our stories or something on ig when we finally get that mc escher piece up well this has been great talking to y'all about road stories and more road stories to come see y'all soon Her with Amina Brown is produced by Matt Owen for Soul Graffiti Productions as a part of the Seneca Women Podcast Network in partnership with iHeartRadio. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for season three of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.